this evening, on Monday, we usually have a prayer meeting at 6 p.m. It's started by the Island Church. We used to have it in the Island Church and, you know, it's crept into the main church. Even the senior pastor doesn't miss it every Monday. Uh, if you have a slide for this last Monday, please share with me if you have the slide. Apologies, we have one of our screens not running. Uh, they're trying to fix it. We were praying on Monday on the subject, cry, cry. And I don't know if they have the slide. Okay, let me leave that for the time being. I'd ask them to bring it up. Let me go straight to my message or why we're here, the theme of this Warfare Wednesday. Bible says in Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1, it says to everything there's a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. In verse 8, it goes on to say a time to love and a time to hate. A time of war and a time of peace. This evening is a time for war. This evening is a time for war. And that is why the leadership of your church knows that it's so important as a Christian for us to war that we take one Wednesday out of the month to war. And if you follow me, you will see where that lands us. In the name of Jesus, we are going to war today. Amen. In John 10, 10, let me read John 10, 10, A. It says, the thief does not come except, this Jesus speaking, the thief does not come except to steal, to kill, and to what? Destroy. Now, how many of us feel that the enemy has stolen something from us? Truthfully. Ah, Oga, even you, sir, even the senior pastor, the bishop over the house, if you feel that the enemy has stolen something from you before, even if you feel that the enemy is still stealing something from you right now, hallelujah. So that means all of us here will qualify to be here. Now, if the enemy has not stolen anything from you and is still not stealing anything from you, you can get up and go. Or better still, join and pray for us, those of us who we believe that the enemy has stolen and is still stealing from us. By the grace and the mercies of God, he will not kill us and he will not destroy us. Did I hear your amen? Now you're really mad about what the enemy has stolen from you. You are really mad about it. But don't get mad. Get God. Don't get mad. Get what? God. Get who? God. This evening, we are going to get God and he will intervene in our situation in the name of Jesus. I said God will intervene in our situation in the name of Jesus. That is why the second part of that verse, John 10, 10, what we can call John 10, 10, B. He completes it by saying, but I, let me read it from the beginning, that the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. But 
I have come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly in the name of Jesus. Amen. In Jude 3, 1, Jude 1, 3, I beg your pardon, it says, Beloved, while I was very diligent to write to you concerning our common salvation, I found it necessary to write to you to exhort, to extorting you to contend earnestly for the faith. To contend earnestly for the faith. If you look at that scripture in the message version, it talks about this one. It says, I write insisting, begging that you fight with everything you have in you for the faith entrusted to you. Fight with everything you have in you for the faith that is entrusted in you. And we're going to fight tonight. May we find victory in the name of Jesus. Now, a couple of weeks ago, two Nigerian billionaires were at each other's throat. And I know you know, some of you know what I'm talking about. One had attempted to buy, to take over control of the other one's business by buying the shares. You know who I'm talking about. You know the people I'm talking about. In business, it is called a forceful takeover. The man that had the business was sitting in his office or in his house. Let me use the word colloquial English. And then he woke up to find out that somebody out of the blues had acquired 5% of his business. Now, once he gets to 10%, he has a seat on his board. How many of us would like an enemy, quote and unquote, to have a seat on our board? So, it was a forceful takeover. One attempted to take over the other's business. And the one that has the business had to fight tooth and nail. He had to pay almost with blood to ensure that he held on to the majority. You know what? In a forceful takeover, all right, there's a displacement. One person wins, the other person loses. In a forceful takeover, one person is happy, the other person is unhappy. Now let's juxtaposition that into our lives. Because the devil wants to steal, to kill, to maim, to destroy. He wants to take over our lives forcefully. So where there was joy, he wants to replace it with what? Sadness. Where there was health, he wants to replace it with sickness. Where there was uh, 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 wealth, he wants to replace it with what? Poverty. Where there was wisdom, he wants to replace it with stagnant, to, with uh, um, poverty. And particularly in our church, because he knows what we stand for. We stand for transformation. Where there was transformation, he will bring stagnancy and the person will remain in the same place. May that not be your portion in the name of Jesus. Are you going to fight today? I said, are you going to fight today? Amen. Now, the process of getting God requires contention. And I've done that. The enemy doesn't want you to experience a breakthrough. And this leads me to our key text, which in turn 
will herald us into the session of prayerful warfare. And I'm going to read from Matthew verse chapter 11 verse 12. Matthew verse chapter 11 verse 12. It says, and from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force. We all mouth that scripture. How many of us know the scripture? We all mouth it. But have we really considered what it means? So let me expound it for you in the Amplified Classic. It says, and from the days of John the Baptist until the present time, the kingdom of heaven has endured violent assault and violent men seize it by force. As a precious price, a share in the heavenly kingdom is sought with most ardent zeal and intense exertion. Now when he says here, he says, the violent men seize it by force. Did he say the godly men? Did he say the angels? Did he say the pastors? Did he say the righteous men? He said the violent men. So don't kid yourself. That kingdom of heaven that you want to get it, some people are contending that you will not make it. The kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven is like a realm. Those of you who are watching Ukraine and Russia war. You see the Russians trying to take over Ukraine. So there are violent people who want to take over our kingdom. They don't sleep. They are endlessly contending for it. So why do we as Christians sleep? Bible says a little sleep, a little slumber. Poverty will overtake us. May that not be our portion in the name of Jesus. I said, may that not be our portion in the name of Jesus. It says in the uh, Good News Translation, from the time John preached his message until this very day, the kingdom of heaven has suffered violent attacks. And if you think because you are in church, you are immune to attacks, you are joking. When Jesus Christ came down from the mountain after 40 days of fasting, he was at his most anointed state. The devil appeared to him. You know why? He wanted to violently seize the kingdom of Jesus Christ. was about a displacement. I will give, give, I will give you this and I will, or I will take this from you and this is what is left with you. May that not be our portion in the name of Jesus. We are soon going to start praying. I'm just laying the background or the, for this. <sighs> so, this evening, I want to stand before you on behalf of the pastorate and the leadership of this church. I want to read to you Deuteronomy 30 verse 19. It says, I call heaven and earth 
as witnesses today against you that I have set before you this evening life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life. Tell your neighbor, choose life. Look at somebody and say, choose life. That both you and your descendants may live. And how are you going to choose life? You are going to go on the offensive this evening. You are going to go on the offensive. You are going to fight for that faith. You are going to fight for your destiny. You are going to fight for your children. You are going to fight for your future. You are going to fight for your faith. You are going to fight for your salvation. You are going to go to war this evening. Are we prepared? Are we ready? Hallelujah. I'm going to ask you to stand as we go into our session of prayer. I'm going to be praying My, my slide, we talked about the takeover, the violent takeover. It is enough that we are compromising with the enemy. Bible says that if you give the devil, we should not give him an inch. There's a scripture like that. All right? If you resist the devil, he will flee from you. So this evening, we are going to be praying under the banner of forceful takeover. No more compromise. We are not here to negotiate with the devil. We are doing what? Forcefully taking over. And the Lord will give us in the name of, will give grant us victory in the name of Jesus. The first thing we are going to pray, and I'm going to be taking you through different, uh, um, what I almost call like the principles of warfare. The first one we are going to be praying about is preparation and instruction preparation and instruction for you to wage a successful warfare or for you to wage successful warfare you need to receive instructions and in Genesis in uh, Joshua 6 verse 1 to 5 the Bible says now Jericho was surely shut up because of the children of Israel none went out and none came in but the Lord said to Joshua see I have given Jericho into your hand it's kings and the mighty men of valor. You shall march around the city, all you men of war. You shall go all around the city once. Then you shall do six days. So this you shall do six days. And the seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of rams all before the ark. But the seventh day you shall not you shall march around the city seven times. And the priest shall blow the trumpets, it shall come to pass, and when they make up, they make a loud blast with a ram's horn, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, and all the people shall shout with a great shout, then the wall of the city shall fall down flat. I want you to pray. As I go to war, Lord instructs me. As I go to war, Lord instructs me. If you do not go with me, I cannot go. Just instruct me, Lord, as I go to war, as I enter into my war mode, instruct me, tell me how to go. 
concerning the children of Israel. You told them how to go. You gave them explicit instruction. You gave them definite instruction. You gave them specific instruction that guaranteed victory. Ah, you cannot go by yourself. The man of God was teaching us on Sunday. He says, by strength shall no man prevail. I remember when he came here and he was administering communion. He said, this is a communion of strength because he realized that we, we cannot do anything without the strength of the Lord. I want you to pray. Part of the strength of the Lord is to give you instructions, is to give you guidance, is to tell you the word to do. Bible says that the word, the Lord spoke to Joshua and gave him direct instructions. And I want you to pray this evening. As I war in my place of work, as I war in my place of health, as I war concerning my finances, as I war concerning concerning my ministry, as I walk concerning my marriage and my family, Lord, give me definite instruction. Give me specific instruction. Give me detailed instruction. Tell me where to go. Tell me not where not to go. Tell me how to go. Bible says on that day, you will hear a voice that it will tell you which way to go. This day, Lord, as I wash, as I walk, as I walk in my state, as I walk, Lord, me give me your instructions in the name of Jesus. Our Lord, I do not want to make a mistake. A mistake my spell defeat for me. A mistake my spell defeat for my family. Mistake my spell defeat for my church. Mistake, mistake my spell defeat for this nation. Lord, give me, give me, give me your instruction. You said I should take over. That is what your instruction is to me. May, let me hear that instruction. People of God, I want you to Pray. I want you to pray that as God gives you that instruction, the instructions, you will hear in the name of Jesus. You want to pray, Lord, my ears are attentive to your instruction. My mind is set on your instruction. I will obey in the name of Jesus. I will obey. I will obey in the mighty name of Jesus. I will obey in Jesus' mighty name. We're praying. In Jesus' mighty name, we're praying. You know, if the Israelites did not stick to the instruction of God, they would have lost that battle. If he told them, march around six times, six days, if they had marched around for five days, they would have lost. If on the last day, they, would have mar they marched only once, they would have lost. If on the last day, they didn't go forward, when the trumpets, uh, the, the priests blew the rams on, they would have lost. The reason why some of us are struggling and we are not winning our fight because we are not going according to the instruction that God has given to us. God has sent us to Nineveh and we are on our way to Tarshish. I pray tonight anybody that is operating in disobedience by the mercies of God, I bring you back in the name of Jesus. You will come back and you do the right thing in the name of Jesus. The obedience will bring you victory in the name of Jesus. And so shall it be for you and I in Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. I said in Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. We are still praying. We are going to pray concerning intelligence. Intelligence. When you are going to war, you must have intelligence. As a matter of fact, any successful army 
a military in the world, you cannot operate without intelligence. Many of us are waging war, but we lack intelligence. I read to you 1 Samuel 30 verse 8. So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? We all know what had happened. David had gone to war, and while he was away, the enemy had raided the camp of the Israelites and carted away the women and the children. And David came back, and the men of God were about to stone him. And the men of the uh, uh, were about to stone him. But the Bible tells us that so David inquired of Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them and without fail recover all. I don't know who I'm talking to. I don't know who I'm prophesying to with this. I don't know who I'm prophesying to. In Judges 12, Judges 20, 27 to 28. So the children of Israel inquired of the Lord. The ark of covenant of God was there in those days. And the and Phininas, and Phininas, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, stood before it in those days, saying, Shall I yet again go out to battle against the children of my brother Jeff Benjamin? Or shall I cease? And the Lord said, Go up for tomorrow, I will deliver them into your hands. You're going to pray this evening that by the mercies of God, concerning the battle of your life that you will receive accurate intelligence in the name of Jesus. What does accurate intelligence make you do? It makes you take the right decisions. It makes you go when you need to go. It makes you to stop when you need to stop. It makes you to go in the direction that you know. I want you to begin to pray that Lord, arm me with intelligence. Arm me with intelligence. Arm me with intelligence. Intelligence that I will know what to do. I will know how to do it. I will know when to do it. Intelligence is, is related to instruction. It is related to obedience. In the name of Jesus. Lord, in the battle that I am facing, I need intelligence. I need superior intelligence. I need higher intelligence. I need accurate intelligence. Like the ministry, military that want to succeed, I need that intelligence. I want you to help me. In the name of Jesus, begin to pray that Lord, flood my life with intelligence. Intelligence is light. Intelligence is light. The Bible says we cannot walk in the darkness. Bible says when there's light, there's light and the light and the darkness did not comprehend it not. So I want you to pray that Lord, intelligence is light. Fill me with light. Put in light inside me. Let me be able to see where I am going. Let me be able to see how I want to navigate. Ah, I want you to pray. People of God, begin to pray. In the name of Jesus, you want to pray. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I need you to pray. Lord, flood my life with light that I will see my way. No matter how dark the enemy has made it, I will see my way. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we pray. Oh my goodness. I said, in the name of Jesus, we're praying. 
intelligence is what Joseph displayed. What he said was not written in any book. Intelligence was what took him into the palace. Intelligence was what promoted him from the prison and took him into the palace. There are many of us, we are somewhere where we are not supposed to be. We are supposed to be in the palace. And because we lack intelligence, we are still wallowing. That's not where we are supposed to be. I want you to pray again. Lord, grant me intelligence. Intelligence is light. Grant me intelligence so that I can win this war. Grant me intelligence. I want to win this war so that I can win this war. Grant me intelligence. Intelligence. Yes, Lord, grant me intelligence. Grant me intelligence. Grant me intelligence. In the name of Jesus, we're praying. In the name of Jesus, we're praying. We are now going to pray for strength. Strength to win this war. Can you go to war when you have no strength? Can you go to war when you are hungry? Can you win a war when you are hungry? So we are going to pray for strength to win this war. Hallelujah. I said we are going to pray for strength to win this war. May the Lord grant us strength in the name of Jesus. I read from Psalm 18 verse 32 to 34. It says verse 18, 32. Give me verse 18. Verse 18. It is God who arms me with what? Uh, it's God who arms me with what? And makes my way perfect. Give me 33. Verse 33. He makes my feet like the feet of the of deer and set me on high places. Verse 34. He teaches my hands to do war. He teaches my hand to do what? War. So that my arms can bend a bow of bronze. Let me paint a scenario for you. When David wanted to defeat Goliath, he used a stone. But what that stone had was what? Propulsion. He threw it with his strength. Did he toss it? Did he toss it? What did he do? He even used a catapult to gain strength. If he had tossed it, will he kill Goliath? Many of us are tossing our weapon because we lack the strength to use it. We are going to pray this evening. For you to win the war that is in front of you, you need strength. Spirit of the Lord, grant me strength in the name of Jesus. People of God begin to pray. Today is Warfare Wednesday. I can't feel the heat of your prayers. If you need to get out of your seat, get out of your seat. If you need to kneel down, you kneel down. If you need to roll on the ground, you roll on the ground. If you need to shout, shout. Ah, today is not, no, 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 no. There is no protocol here today. Today here, we are here to fight. We are here to take what rightfully belongs to us. You want to pray that Lord, arm me with strength. Enough strength that I can bend a bow of bronze. 
army with strength in the name of Jesus. Army with strength. I need that strength. That strength that is going to be able to enable me to be able to bring down my enemies in the name of Jesus. I want you arm me with strength. Just give me the strength. I need strength. I need strength to win this battle. In the name of Jesus, I need strength to win this battle. I need this strength to win this battle. I need strength. Grant me strength. And give, give me the strength to win this battle. In the name of Jesus. Some of us are already feeling faint. Some of us are tired. I want you to pray that today, Lord, you will grant me strength. In the name of Jesus. I want you to pray that God will grant you strength in the place of your weakness. You know the place of your weakness. Some of us cannot pray. Some of us cannot fast. Some of us cannot endure hardship like that of a soldier. Anywhere that I am failing, by the mercies of the living God, Father, grant me strength. For some of us, it's an addiction. For some of us, it's a temptation. Whatever it is that is resisting your strength, that is reducing your strength, I want you to pray today by the mercies of the living God. Grant me strength in the name of Jesus. Grant me strength where I require it. Grant me strength where I am operating in weakness. In the mighty name of Jesus. Grant me strength in the mighty name of Jesus. No, 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 no. I'm not operating in weakness. The man of God came here on Sunday and he prayed. I took that communion. He said it's a communion of strength. Lord, grant me strength in the name of Jesus. I want you to pray. Let God grant you strength from above in the name of Jesus. Not the strength of a man. Not a strength of it. You want to get strength in the name of Jesus. Are you still praying? Are you still praying, my people? Oh, I need strength. I need strength for this battle. I need strength for this battle. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Oh, we are still praying. Give me verse, that same scripture. Give me verse, um, yeah, give me verse 37, I believe. No, give me verse 39, 39 of that same scripture. But give me in the Amplified Classic Version. For, give me Amplified Classic. For you have girded me. You know what girded means? Yeah, girded means to, what's the English I'm going to use? It's like a belt. You have armed me with strength for the battle. I don't know what battle you are facing. Financial battle. Health battle. Business battle. I don't know what battle you are facing. Battle of barrenness. The battle of loneliness. The battle of singleness. The battle of depression. But the Bible says, I should tell you that the Lord your God who made you in his image and his likeness, that he has girded you. What it means is that he has equipped you with strength for this battle. Whatever battle you are facing. He says, you have subdued under me and caused to bow those who rose up against me. You have also made my enemies turn their backs to me that I might cut off those who hate me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just one more time. Pray. You want to pray for strength? Pray for strength. Pray for strength. Pray for strength. Pray for strength. 
einfach stellen.
tonight under the sound of my voice, even if you are listening on every device, we impute strength of the Lord in you in the name of Jesus. You will climb the wall like a man of war. You will climb the wall like a woman of war in the name of Jesus. But it says one thing, I have instruction for you. You must mark, you must match information and you cannot break ranks. Hallelujah. Our strength is a collective one. Do you understand me? I wish I had the time. I would have demonstrated it for you. I will ask you to link up your hands. And all of us, we are strength. But once you begin to match in deformation or in not information, once you begin to break ranks, you reduce the strength. Be careful of those who come to you and begin to talk. Be careful of those who come to you to run down your pastor. Be careful of those who come down to you and run your church down. Guess what? They are reducing our strength. From those people, I command you, stay away. When they come to you, you speak to them sharply. They said, you know what? We are working and we are operating in strength here. Don't come and cause disarray. If you are not part of us, leave. Because the Bible, Jesus said, if you are not gathering, then you are doing what? Scattering. May there not be scatterers amongst us in the name of Jesus. Amen. We are still praying. Ah, we are still praying. We are not going to pray for something very important. Strategy. How many of you know that word? Strategy. Can you win a war without strategy? The meaning, the original meaning of the word strategy is a military word. Tactics. The plan for you to win a war. You just don't, Bible says, you do, who goes to war without first counting the cost? Many of us are worrying and we don't have a strategy. And that's why we are losing the battle. Remember, we want to take over tonight. For you to take over, you must have a strategy. Are you with me, people of God? For you to take over, you must have what? A strategy. I'm going to ask you to come with me to Judges 20. Ah, it's a long read, but I can't. I just want to give you the summary of it. Judges 20, 38 to 46. But I'm just going to read Judges 20 from verses 38. Now, this is the story. For reason of time, let me just simply, let me just paraphrase it for you. There was a battle between the Israelites and the Benjamins. Benjamites. They were of the same, the same people, but God was displeased with the Benjamites and he said, I'm going to hand you over to the hands of the Israelites. Now, what happened? Simple strategy. The Israelites went and attacked the Benjamites. And the Benjamites, after they had killed about 30 people, the Israelites turned and they started fleeing. So the Benjamites thought that, ah, we have won this war. Can you see they are fleeing from us? So they started pursuing the Israelites. Meanwhile, some of the Israelites had gone in hiding. Immediately they went past them, they entered the city and they plundered it. And at a set signal, a smoke rising, the Israelites turned and faced 
Benjamites. But at that same time, the Benjamites turned back to see that their city was on fire. So, should they continue to war against the Israelites or should they go back to save their city? They didn't need to think far because those people who had set the city ablaze now came and faced the Benjamites. So they found themselves in the middle. The Bible tells us that if you give me verse 46, how many of them were destroyed? He said, therefore they turned their backs before the men of Israel in the direction of Israel, but the battle overtook them. May our battle overtake our enemies in the name of Jesus. And whoever came out of the cities, they destroyed in their midst. Give me forward, 43, so that I can quickly, quickly, multimedia. They surrounded the Benjamites. Ah! You surround your enemies in the name of Jesus. Let me say it like Pastor Steve said. You surround your enemies in the name of Jesus. And they chased them and easily trampled them down. They easily trampled them down. Do you know what the word easily? By the mercies of the living God. A battle that looks big and looks so difficult for you, you will succeed easily in the name of Jesus. As the front of Gibeah towards the east, give me 44. Give me 44. What happened again? And 18,000 men. 18,000 men of Benjamin fell. And they were not ordinary men. They were Bible says that all these were men of valor. Give me 45. And they turned and fled. And another 5,000 were cut down. And they pursued them relentlessly up to Gidom. And killed even another 2,000. Kill, 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 not a tire, you know. You first killed 18,000, then you killed 5,000, then you killed 2,000. So all, yeah, give me 45. God, yes, then turn and fled towards him. And so all who fell of Benjamin that day were how many? 25,000. And all this were men of valor. And to books, poverty can show itself like a man of valor. Sickness can show itself as a person of valor. Depression can show itself as a person of value, but by the mercies of God, because you came here today, I stand upon this altar, the altar of the God of Oliphany Paul, the altar of the God who says it and it comes to pass. I declare anything or any man of value that is in your midst that is troubling you, Grace Assembly, from today they will fall. something. I doubt if there are 25,000 things of value chasing any one of us here. Hello? You know what can be chasing us can be one, two, three, four, five. This here, am I right? Is there anybody here that 25,000 things are chasing? No. So, but if God can make that the 25,000 men or things or things that represent value can fall, that means they can fall in your life. 
That means the two things that are chasing you can fall in your life. They can even fall tonight in the name of Jesus. That means the seven things that are chasing you can fall tonight in the name of Jesus. It means the ten things that are chasing you can fall in your life in the name of Jesus. And so shall it be. Hallelujah. We are still praying. We are still praying. There's one thing you need when you go to war. It's your weapon. Hallelujah. Do you go to war without your weapon? But let me pray for our weapons. Bible says in 2 Corinthians 10, 4-5, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Your prayer is a weapon. Your fasting is a weapon. Your tithe is a weapon. Your offering is a weapon. Your evangelism is a weapon. Your ministry, your gifting is a weapon. And that's what the Bible says to us that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. You want to not pray. Every weapon that I hold will bring me victory in the name of Jesus. Whether it is your service, you want to present it before God. Ah, David had only a catapult, it was a weapon. Until then, it had never been known that a catapult can bring down a giant. Ah, it doesn't matter what the size of your weapon is. Oh, it is the force behind your weapon that is important. God, whatever weapon you have, the weapon that I carry, the weapon that I possess, it will be mighty. It will be mighty. It will be mighty for the warfare. It will be mighty in the name of Jesus. They are not carnal, they are mighty. Every weapon that I possess will put down strongholds in my life in the name of Jesus. My prayer will put down strongholds in my life. My fasting will put down strongholds in my life. My service to God will put down strongholds in my life in the name of Jesus. Every stronghold that is contending against the power of God, that is contending against the word of God, my weapon will bring it down in the name of Jesus. My weapon will destroy in the mighty name of Jesus. He has nothing to do with the size of my weapon. He has to do with the force behind my weapon. God is my weapon in the name of Jesus. If you are there, you want to pray, pray for your weapon. Your weapon will work for you in the name of Jesus. Your weapon will work for you. Your weapon will never fail you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Have you ever heard about a gun jamming before? You want to shoot and then the gun, the gun jams. It doesn't work. Hallelujah. Is the gun there? Is there a bullet there? But something jams it. I want you to pray that when you are in the middle of the warfare, your weapon will not fail you in the name of Jesus. Your weapon will not fail you. Your weapon will not fail you. Your weapon will not fail you. Oh, AK-47s have been known to jam. AK-47s have been known to fail. No, 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 no. Concerning me, in the midst of this warfare that I am in, 
my weapon will not fail in the name of Jesus. My weapon will not fail me in the mighty name of Jesus. Rebo shata kata makoto korebo shata rebo in the kresotoria ba mama mama. My weapon will not fail me in the name of Jesus. My weapon will not fail me. My weapon will not fail me in Jesus' mighty name. We pray. I said in Jesus' mighty name. We pray. Father, we declare every weapon that we carry will be mighty in the name of Jesus. Every weapon that we carry will produce results in the mighty name of Jesus. Every weapon that we carry will inflict maximum uh, harm on the enemy in the name of Jesus. A little prayer, a big thing will happen in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. I said in Jesus' mighty name I pray. We're now going to pray for endurance. 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 Remember, when the man of the children of Israel were at war and the man of God, they had to hold up the hand of the man of God. Whenever the hand went down, the enemy prevailed. But whenever it went up, I think it was Joshua and uh, Aaron that had to hold up each arm. So that means that they needed endurance to win that war. Can you imagine that if that hand had gone down completely, maybe in the first hour or the first three hours or first hour, they would have lost the war. But because there was endurance, they held on. May we not fail in the name of Jesus. May our strength not fail us in the name of Jesus. I'm going to read to you 2 Samuel verse, chapter 3 verse 1. One of my favorite scriptures. It says, now there was a long war. A long war between the house of Saul and the house of David. But the, David grew stronger and stronger and the house of Saul grew weaker and weaker. I want you to pray. No matter how long that war is, my house will grow stronger and stronger in the name of Jesus. You are at war. No matter how long that war is, my house will grow stronger. The house of the enemy will grow weaker and weaker. Oh, people of God, pray. People of God, pray. No matter the length of that war, no matter how long I have to endure the war, ah, as long as I am in it, my house will continue to grow stronger and stronger. As long as I am in it, the house of the enemy will grow weaker and weaker in the name of Jesus. The house of the enemy will grow weaker and weaker in Jesus' mighty name we pray. In Jesus, our endurance we are praying, we must pray. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. I said in Jesus' mighty name we pray. We're not going to pray for victory. When you have gone to war, when you have gone to war, once the totality or end of the war is to win. Does anybody go to war to lose? So we're going to pray using the scripture. Psalm 44 verse 4. Psalm 44 verse 4. Can you read with me? You are my king, O God. Command victory for me. Is it in your Bible? And I'm going to read it again and put your name and then you start to pray. Don't wait for me to start praying. Me, I'm praying my own. You're going to pray one, two, three. 
you are my king, O oh God. Command victory for me, your name. Our oh, Father, in the name of Jesus, you are my victory. Oh, you are my God. You are my king, oh God. You will command victory for me. In the name of Jesus, you will command victory for me. Ah, in this warfare, I will not die. I will not die. I will emerge victorious. In the name of Jesus, I will emerge victorious. Careful, because if that is what you have requested for, it is possible that God is going to turn it over. In the name of Jesus. I like the last sentence. He said, they then did what? Okay. Can I help you with English? You know what plundered mean? Plundered means they utterly dispossessed. You know, when I, if I take this microphone from Brother Kachi, I have not plundered him all. But when I naked him, remove his shirt, remove his trousers, remove his shoes, I will shave his beard, then leave him with his boxers. I have plundered him. So that's what God, that's what is going to happen to your enemy. Somebody has to be careful the way they fight you. Ah, I want you to serve notice to your enemies. Maybe you should share this tape with them. If somebody in the office is standing in your prayer, say, Lord, oh God, I need you to read, I need you to listen to one message. Because if he doesn't change, you remember a sister came here, a man was trying to block her, he was the one that was sacked, he was the one that was plundered. Ha. I want you to begin to pray. I want you to pray. Pray for compensation. The Bible says that when a thief is caught, he's made to pay seven times. He's made to pay seven times. Lord, it's time to seek compensation. I want compensation. Lord, I request for compensation. Compensation say whatever is requested, they were given. Ah, Minister Bright, whatever you request of those that do not like you, God will give you in the name of Jesus by the mercies of the living God. I stand on the altar of God. God will give you in the name of Jesus. Compensation. Everybody here, you will receive compensation. Weeping may endure for the night, but joy will come in your morning. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. My last prayer point. My last prayer point. There's no need for you to go to war, for you to have strength for war, for you to have to have strategy, for you to have inspiration, for you to get victory, for you to be compensated if things are not going to turn around for you. Hallelujah. Things must turn around. Because the evidence of your victory is how things turn around for you. Hallelujah. So you cannot remain the way you are. You cannot win the battle and be wearing the same thing you are wearing. You can't win the battle and be driving the same thing you are driving. You can't, be win, you can't win the battle and be giving the same tithes that you are giving. Because God will do a new thing in your life. Bible says, behold, I will do a new thing. Let me read a word of scripture to you and I'm out of your face. Give me 2 Kings 7, 16. 2 Kings 7, 16. 
the word came again, plundered. You know this story. The four, lep the four leprous men, blah, 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 blah. You know, I don't need to realize. Then, 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 you know, what then means is that at this time, it then, so it happened. There will be a then in your life in the name of Jesus. Then the people went out and plundered the tents of the Syrians. So, a seer of fine flour was sold for a shekel and two seers of barley for a shekel according to the word of God. So what it means is that if you are in trouble now and God says you are going to find peace, it will happen. If you are struggling with poverty and God says you are going to be rich, you will be rich. Let me say not even rich, you will be wealthy in the name of Jesus. If you are sick, if you are with an ailment and the word of God has come, especially from this pulpit, saying that you will be well, you will be well in the name of Jesus. If you are down and God says that you are going to be promoted, you will be promoted. If you are struggling with barrenness because the word of God says none will be barren in our midst, you will bear fruits in the name of Jesus. If you are jobless by the mercies of the living God, because there will be a turnaround for you, you will be gainfully employed. It will not be a job that you are managing. It will be a job that people will ha. That's what your portion will be in the name of Jesus. I want you to begin to thank God. Thank God for this evening. I want you to begin to thank God. So Father, I thank you. I thank you for this hour of prayer. I thank you for this time of prayer. I know it is settled in the name of Jesus. I want you to pray that Lord, I'm ready to forcefully take over. I'm ready to forcefully take over. No, 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 no. I'm not joking anymore. I'm not playing anymore. I'm ready to forcefully take over. Something is changing about me. Something has already changed about me. In the name of Jesus, I have learned the art of successful warfare that will make me to take over. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for revealing yourself to me tonight. I thank you for helping me to get to this place that I will. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Can we sing a song of victory? Just one minute. One song of victory. Help me. He has given us victory. Oh. I will lift my I will lift If you have been blessed this evening, I want you to show appreciation to God. I want you to show appreciation to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen.
Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You may be seated.